Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. Now, we are in the Goblin Clawing, where over the last several days, actually a bit before the last several days, we've been meeting, meeting a creepy old man who's been asking us to cast some dice and every time we cast the dice we got warped to this weird skeletal realm of constant violence gloom and terror where we fought against a gigantic cake skeleton and who was attack who was going to finish off someone then we defeated the skeleton And then we walked out of there mysteriously. So, and each time we've did one of these contests, the dice rollers went up. It started at 2, and it was 3, it's got up to 11. And this time, it's going to be 12, if it follows the pattern. Which it will, I know that, I've done this before. I've done it all before. (laughs) Unless I explicitly say at the start, it's new content... I'll have done it before. So, let's approach this old man. He approached the, ta- the table, and the old man looks up and grins, again revealing a line of jagged, blackened stumps, all that remains of his teeth. As you take a seat opposite him, he raises his left hand off the tabletop. Once more, the blow- bone dice clatter across the table, coming to rest directly in front of you. Happy to see you fought well enough to return, he says. They remain in need of your help. Unable to control your own hand, you scoop up the bone dice and cast the hard cubes onto the table. The 
The dice bounce and clatter across the uneven table surface. If I had any dice, I'd be casting them for the sound effects, but but I don't. Not not one, I don't think, in the entire entire flat. Because I have no friends, so no reason to have dice for games. <laughs> Rolling up to the opposite side before suddenly reversing course and tumbling back towards you. The do- bone dice clatters to the edge of the table, then spin and retreat several inches across the warped surface, for at last coming to a rest and revealing the results of your all. I don't think these are regular dice. The total number of black dots on the top size of the dice is 12. The, the old man, those unsettling days, is fixed on you, doesn't even glance at the dice. Horror and a sense of panic overcomes you when you suddenly realise you cannot move. The old man slowly lifts his left hand and the two dice clatter back across the table to him as your surroundings begin to blur. Your surroundings continue to blur and you quickly become utterly disorientated. Then, just when it seems your vision is coming back into focus, you're suddenly engulfed in total darkness. To only a few moments, the darkness lifts. Really, you are no longer seated at a table in the common womb of the Goblin Claw Inn. Instead, you stand in the midst of a blackened, smouldering plain that stretches to the horizon in all directions. All across the smouldering, blackened plain, a gruesome battle wages, countless undead, moving in waves in an endless, Wailing sea press up against the defiant but faltering wall of armoured humans who appear determined to slow the enemy's encroachment upon a distant, crumbling castle. The skeletal legions, the ghoulish sound of their incessant hissing, rising into the smoke-darkened air like the howl of a raging gale, wind their way around the mounds of carnage as they fearlessly engage the vastly outnumbered and beleaguered humans. A sudden, sharp hiss serves to remind you you're standing in the thick of battle. Instinctively, you turn in the direction of the sound where your, two, where your eyes fall upon a grim scene. Less than two dozen yards from you, a towering skeletal figure, his bone form draped upon the tattered remains of a blue cape, is swiftly advancing upon a fallen human. It is the same skeletal figure you previously encountered on on this hellish plain. A yellow gem fitted to an iron clasp in front of the skeleton's ragged cape emits a dazzling glow. The human... The same red-haired woman you recall having encountered previously, her left eye covered by a thick black pouch, cries, turns and cries out to you in a tongue you do not comprehend. Partly having sensed your inability to understand what she has attempted to convey to you, she picks up her, picks up her mace lying at her side and struggles to regain her feet. Without a second thought, Compelled as much by inexplicable sense of duty as your own natural instinct to protect, you rush forward and boldly place yourself between the advancing skeleton and its intended victim. 
standing defiantly in the path of the stalking skeleton. You draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as you prepare to engage the towering, axe-wielding, undead menace. This is a caped skeletal champion. And this is the 11th time we're going to meet. Begin combat. Alright. Fortunately, because I'm wielding Tiara's staff, which I got in the previous episode, it's been scaled from a plus 12 down to a plus 8. Which is a huge deal. A really huge deal. It turns it from a fight where... It does more damage to you than you do to it, to one where you do much more damage to it, and that's without even considering specials. So I swing the staff. The staff that magically fits. Fits her token, even though he's small. No, she's small. She's small. Yes, I don't, don't get the gender wrong. The cape skeletal champion hisses as he hacks at you with his massive axe. Alright, keep swinging the yeah. No, nope, swing the staff. Yeah, now. Now, no, I did try this before without the staff, and I failed. So I didn't even submit that episode. It was just dumped. Dumped, thrown away, discarded. But this time I have the staff, so I should be, I'll be doing a lot better. The cape skeleton, hissing wildly, staggers backwards and collapses into a heap of shattered bone on the charred ground. The amber-hued gem fitted into the iron clasps on his cape flares brightly for a moment before suddenly going dark. As you turn away from the fallen skeleton, eagerly seeking the human warrior whose life your timely intervention has undoubtedly saved, confronted by a most unwelcome sight. Wait, we're still here? Moving up to you, the rusted blades of their ancient swords slick with fresh blood are two armoured ghouls, as the hideous, snarling, undead pair swiftly closes in. You adaptly position yourself so you can face them one at a time. It's armoured ghouls, and there's two of them. Here's the first. Now, now this one goes down to a 7+, plus, which is a doddle. Oh, and, and Chilo's staff also has a special, where a powerful surge of negative Neville energy washes over your foe for 12 damage. Brutal Stoke for 12 damage, but it doesn't matter, because I'm bashing hard enough for them to go before they can get that many in. 38 XP, a second ghoul. The second ghoul steps over the remains of the first and swipes at you with its long... Wasted blade, armored ghoul, two of two. All right, keep bashing, keep bashing, keep bashing. And of course, the other thing about Sierra's staff is it gets you four extra Neville Reserve, which is far more useful when you're fighting in scale combat because MR is useless in those situations, pretty much. As the armoured ghoul slumps onto the charred ground at your feet, a vicious hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. You spin around and find yourself confronted by a band of four skeletons. The sinister bone boys clatter and hiss 
as they move forward and attack Skeletal Warrior. One of four. Hisses as they viciously attacks. Alright. And slain. I'll take this chance to heal. I've also equipped Corzon's Hood and the Emerald Bracelet to further boost my envy. It used to, it's usually 47, but now it's 61. Instinctively, you step over, 22 XP, you step over the splintered remains of the slain skeleton and instinctively resume your combat ready stance. Second skeleton, the next skeleton. Its ancient weapon poised to do you a nasty blow. Hisses as it steps forward and attacks. Begin combat. Let's fight these aggressively, because they're 7 plus. They are slain. 23 XP. You step over the splintered remains of the slain skeleton and instinctively resume your combat ready stance. Here's, number th here's the third skeleton. Yes, it's going much easier. No, no, I've got this scale. This this this, this anti-undead weapon. You step over the splintered remains of the slain skeleton and instinctively resume your combat-ready stance. The last of the four skeletons, its movements rigid and unsteady, staggers forward and attacks, begin combat with the skeletal warrior. Hisses as it viciously attacks, lays particularly brutal stroke for 12 damage, and then another brutal stroke. But still, it is slain. 23 XP. The last of the skeletons crumples into a pile of splintered bone at your feet. Stepping back from the shattered remains of the four skeletons, you quickly survey the battle. The weight is all around you across the vast, fire-blackened plain. The realisation that you haven't yet been transported back to the Globlin Claw begins to set in. Invoking an almost paralysing sense of fear, you may be trapped here. Pushing aside the terrifying possibility for a moment, you decide that you must immediately hunt for a way out of this place. Suddenly recalling that your excursions to this strange realm have all involved time rendering timely aid to embattled human warriors, you promptly determine that your only hope may be to continue to follow that course of action. To that end, you allow your eyes to scour the nearby battlefield, and quickly you spot two places when the undead seem to have gained the upper hand. Several yards to your left, at the edge of a broad basin, a small group of humans are pitching a desperate fight against a dozen ghouls. The human line continues to fall back and appears ready to buckle beneath the ceaseless and savage undead assault. To your right, the top of a small wise, a lone, sword-wielding human is attempting to fend off ten skeletons. The vicious, undead warriors are moving to encircle their brave but doomed foe. So, do I help the regiment or the lone warrior? I think both are in dire straits. I think the lone warrior is in dire strait, but if you divide, but if you multiply the direness of the strait by the number of people in it, the total direness of the strait, the regiment, is higher. <laughs> hmm, <laughs> is something you could say. 
I mean, I don't know. Would they crush? If they break, if they buckle and break, will they just be immediately over one, or will they actually manage to retreat to somewhere? I don't really have enough. If they break, will they just be cut down where they stand? I guess it all depends. Can these skeletons run? If they can run, they are in a much worse situation. But if these, these skeletons can just, you know, plod about at walking speed, then... No, no, no. I think... No, no. If, if, if running would work, they'd have done a fighting retreat. No, running probably doesn't work. Fighting retreat back to some slightly safer place that's if there is a safer place maybe there isn't if there is no safer place then i definitely gotta help the regiment okay I'm, I'm gonna help the regiment last time on the episode that is never been and never will be i hope the lone warrior so i'm hoping the regiment this time just to see what happens you rush towards the embattled human regiment hoping you will reach them in time to repel the undead attack as you draw to within a dozen yards, the entire horde of ghouls suddenly turns and begins moving in your direction, paying no further heed to their original foes. The human warriors, wounded and near exhaustion, seem unaware of your approach. They seize the unexpected opportunity and quickly retreat across the charred battlefield, leaving you on your own to face the ghoul horde. The twelve ghouls, moaning and snarling, lurch swiftly towards you, bearing with them an overwhelming sense of decay. So heal first. Already battle-weary, but having realised escape is not possible, you position yourself to face the horde one at a time. Now if I had Necromancy 70, I could tell them to bugger off, but I don't, so I can't. So i just got to fight them regularly. The first of the ghouls staggers forward and attacks, waking you with its jagged, decaying claws. Oh, this one goes all the way down to six plus. Easy peasy. It is slain. 22 XP. Exhaling sharply, you step back from the remains of your undead foe and swiftly resume your battle-ready stance. You boldly step forward and meet the ghouls. Next ghoul, swift and savage attack. Ghoul number two. It's the hideous ghoul snarls, it just savagely assails you. Okay, we'll just get through these quickly, because... Oh, that was a brutal stroke. 23 XP. This would be a lot quicker if I had the quick stone. Because that's what the quick stone does, it makes you quick. And other things, it does a lot of stuff. Right. And this one's slain, that was... Well, anyway... That was number four. Here's number five. We're nearly halfway there. Slain. Take the chance to heal. Number six. Okay. Whoa, whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, whoa, skeletons to ensnare. Whoa, whoa, I'm halfway there. Whoa, the dice did ensnare. Take some skeletons and bash them up. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here's number seven anyway. 
and slain. Number eight. Come on, yep. Uh, oh, nearly done, nearly done. Got, got quite a few of those specials in, but that is it. Nearly got me, but I slayed it at the last moment. Now, time to heal. Yeah, always be healing. Except when you're not. Uh, that's a scale to 7+. plus. Alright, goal number 10. We're nearly done. And, well, not, not done done. Just done with this wave of ghouls. No more. There's always more. And the 12th. It's the final ghouls. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. And slay. And then take a chance to heal. The last of the ghouls topples to the ground to your feet, with your muscles still tensed. And your every sense alert for the first sign of any further danger. You step back and wipe away the sweat streaking down your brow. As you attempt to recover in the wake of your battle against the ghoul horde, you're suddenly startled by a low, humming sound. Before you can even contemplate what the source of the unnerving noise might be, a flaming wagon drawn by a pair of skeletal war horses rolls into view over the back of a small child. Wise, the wagon pulls up, pulls up to within a dozen yards of you and suddenly draws to a halt. Two black armoured skeletons, their fleshless torsos engulfed in flame, leech, leech, leap down from the back of the wagon and stride towards you across the fire blackened ground. The skeletons, each wielding a fearsome, broad-bladed axe, hiss wildly as they close in. You brazenly plant your feet and prepare to fend off the impending attack. This is a flaming skeleton, and I'm going to put it out. Flaming skeleton swipes at you with its broad bladed axe. It's fortunately it's got scale to seven plus, so down it goes. The 70 XP, the second flaming skeleton, its shrill hisses drowned out by the war fire that engulfs its fleshless torso, steps forward and swipes at you with axe. It's another flaming skeleton. And it is slain. Alright, take. Okay, wait. Oh, no, it can't heal. Something else has sneaked up. You quickly turn your attention to the burning wagon, rising out of the flames that engulf the black, the back of the wagon. Wag ravaged vessel, its tattered robes seemingly unscathed by the fire that surrounds them. It's a tall, rotting, undead figure. The overpowering stench of decay assails your senses as the hideous ghoul staggers down from the wagon and lurches towards you out of the charred ground. Your eyes widen when the crumbling weak creature of what draws a black bladed longsword. As the robed ghoul draws as the robed ghoul nears melee range, you draw yourself into a defiant, combat ready stance. I'm gonna bash you on the head! And any other parts of you that I can wage. It's a ghoul lord. Originally a 12 plus. Thanks to this awesome staff. Scaled down to an 8 plus. 
The burning ghoul lord slashes you with a black bladed sword. Brutal stroke for 11 damage. And then brutal stroke for 14 damage. Okay. Hand of healing, 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 hand of healing. Okay, now I can bash away. Keep bashing, keep bashing. Oh, negative, a powerful surge of negative neville energy washes over your foe for 15 damage. And with the regular attack, it is finished. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 136 Combat XP. 256 experience to general. The ghoul lord staggers back and drops to its knees as the flames that engulf its washing shell intensify. With a final, long, haunting wail, the powerful undead creature vanishes in the mist of the raging blaze. Nearly a minute later, when the flames subside, only a small pile of ash remains to mark the spot where your enemy fell. You're about to step forward and scatter the ghoul's ashes with your fool's ashes with both of your front limbs when a loud, unified cry of dismay goes goes up from the battered regiment of several of humans several dungeon dozen yards to your left. You instinctively turn towards the unnerving sound, only to have your eyes fall upon a sight that makes your blood run well. Colder, colder, in Sir Crokington's case, stomping towards you, its every footfall shaking, shaking the ground, stirring up thick clouds of soot and ash. It's a towering, two-headed skeleton, the undead giant, its fleshless fingers wrapped around the haft of a tree-sized, 
iron spiked wooden club effortlessly scat scatters those humans bold enough to stand in its path. The skeletal Benamoth will be upon you in mere seconds. Look, look, this, I think this is the sort of stuff that only a hero can deal with. Uh, I guess there's one here. Hold your ground and engage the massive skeleton. The towering skeleton, its two massive schools turning this way and that as the fearsome giant scans the battlefield, steps towards you and raised its spike club, standing defiantly, defiant in the path of the two-headed terror, you boldly prepare to meet its advance. It's a massive, two-headed skeleton. Fortunately, once again, the old staff helps out, scaling it down to eight plus. The massive skeleton swats at you with this massive, immense, iron-spiked club. So just got to bash it. It got through my defensive with a devastating blow, but still. I did a special. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. It's nearly done. The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow. Oh no, not that clump. It's bigger than me. Much bigger than me. Oh, that hurt. That's smart. That's smart. That's smart. Fortunately, I was wearing all that mossy marauder's armour. Absorbed most of the blow. It is slain. 264 XP. 384 experience to general. And that brings me further than I got the last time. In the one that never was. A loud groan, coupled with the sharp sound of splintering bone, signals the end of the massive, two-headed skeleton. With a final hiss, the towering undead terror topples into a heap on the charred plain. You step back and struggle to catch your breath as you admire your hammer, and come into the realisation your, that your battle with the undead giant has likely attracted unwanted attention. You set across... You set off across the field of battle. After covering nearly 300 yards and managing to evade several large groups of roaming undead, you reach the base of a long, tall ridge that rises up, up off the plain with the spine of some half-buried beast. Realising the top of the ridge will afford you a much better vantage point from which to survey this nightmarish realm and perhaps to find some way out of it, you begin a swift but cautious ascent. Reach the top of the ridge and your heart sinks. From your new lofty vantage point, you can see for miles in all directions across the vast fire-blackened plain. But the scene spread out below you is one of hopeless devastation and unimaginable brutality. Perhaps as many as a hundred thousand undead and a near equal number of humans wage battle across the bleak expanse. The lifeless bodies of countless humans litter the plain. Some sprawled out in the precise spot in which they fell, while others have been heaped into great piles, many of which are now burning. Thick columns of dark smoke rise up from the piles of burning bodies, casting their sickening, pungent odour 
into the poisonous atmosphere, unnerved by the scale of the battle, which is larger than you could have ever imagined. You're about to head down out of the base of the witch and begin to look for a way out of this place. But something takes hold of your leg. Oh no! As your eyes scoot, shoot down to your feet, the earth around you explodes, shining with dirt and what? Walk as a horde, horde of scale-armored ghouls tear their way out of the ground. You pull your leg free from the from your from the clawed hand that grasps it and fall back, instinctively drawing yourself into combat-ready stance as the armored undead fiends, a dozen in all, swiftly surround you. Taking care not to lose your footing atop the steep, narrow ridge, you bravely engage the first of the armoured ghouls. Oh, you're trying to sneak up on me by being underground? Oh, I'm going to bash you to pieces! The rotting ghoul swipes it through its black, decayed claws. Oh, and it got a devastating attack in as well. Well, that's just not sporting, is it? Not sporting at all. Another devastating attack! And then another one for 25... Oh, uh, Hand of Healing. That's not fair. Too many devastating attacks. 23 XP. With black blood. Oozing out of the wounds. Now cover its rotting torso. The hideous ghoul slumps to ground to your feet and expires. Struggling to maintain your balance across the narrow ridge. You step forward and attack the next armoured ghoul. Armoured ghoul 2 of 12. Alright, this is going quick. This is going better. Didn't get any of the specials in that time. Another 23 XP. Here's number 3. Let's quickly bash, 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 bash. It is slain. 23 XP. Struggling to take your balance atop the narrow witch. You step forward and attack the next armed ghoul. You think you might now be able to flee from the battle. No, no. No, I've got to slay as many of these undead as I can. Because I think that's the only way out of here. Also, you know, help people out. I mean, I think it looks like the battle is pretty even. So even a few undead less might be enough to... Might, might be enough to, to swing it what swing it in the human's favour. Especially since I... I've dipped out with nearly a hundred by the time this is over. Begin combat, what in ghoul. Swipes at your back with its black decayed claws. And is slain. 22 XP. Armoured ghoul number five. And it is slain. With black blood oozing out of the wounds and now covers its watching torso, the hideous ghoul slumps to your ground at your feet and expires. I'll take them all on. Number six. All right. Just got to take that one. That's half of them now. Number seven. Six plus after the, after the staff. Make it pretty easy. It's a moaning ghoul. Number 8 of 12. Alright. It's a moaning ghoul. 9 of 12. Wait, wait. When did they change from armoured ghouls to moaning ghouls? Oh, well. Doesn't matter. 
they're going down anyway. Wattingall, oh, it's just, just a few changes. Wattingall, 10 of 12, scale to, scale to 7 plus, a bit of hand of healing, and slain. Alright, here's the 11th. It's a one-arm ghoul, but that doesn't make it weak. That just makes it angrier! Another 23 XP. Breathing heavily, your every muscle aching with fatigue, you hold your ground and engage the last of the armoured ghouls. Rotten ghoul. The final one. Got a devastating blow-in for 35 damage. But nevertheless, it is slain! 23 XP. The black, the black blood oozing out of the wounds that now cover its rotting torso. The hideous ghoul slumps to the ground as your feet and expires. 512 experience to general, and that, that's why I fought all of them. And, you know, because they're bad things and they're going to do bad things to good people. Probably. Well, I don't know if the humans are good people. I'm just kind of assuming. Maybe they're here for a reason. Maybe this is some sort of hell and they're all... They're all child murderers from various, various dimensions. Boy. <laughs> yes. Yes, all they're people who sell supplements. The people take, and then they don't take real medicine, and then they die. And the supplements aren't even what it says they are on the bottle. You stare down at the gruesome remains of the slain ghouls that lie scattered across the top of the stony ridge. Several of the undead beings bear t wear tarnished breastplates, emblazoned with three round, lidless eyes. After recovering from the fight, you spend a few moments checking over your equipment before before setting off off across the blackened black battlefield. Continue your search for a way out of this nightmarish realm. You follow you follow the base of the witch for several hundred yards in the same direction, furtively passing many woven groups of humans and undead. Prowl the child to aim, just as the rocky spine is becoming little more than a line of dwindling boulders. You happen upon a young warrior lying with his back against a large rounded rock. His chain shirt hangs in tatters across his thick torso, doing little to conceal the blood-soaked tunic beneath. His breathing is shallow and ragged, and he appears to lack the strength necessary to move either his arms or his legs. Then I'll use the power of restoration on him, of course. No, uh, that's not allowed. The young man is wackably succumbing to his wounds. As you, as you stupid aside, hopefully you may at least be able to provide him with a small degree of comfort, what you can only assume on his final minutes of life. He turns his battered head in your direction. His eyes open, and he manages a faint smile and a quick nod. He says something in a strange language you cannot comprehend. Then, after a pause, begins again, this time in your own tongue. Well, that's convenient. You've come, 
he says, his voice now barely above a whisper. At last you've come! Fortune shines on us today. Too late for me, but not for the others. You've saved them. You saved them all. You saved them. You saved us all. This fight will now be ours. Go. You must go. This is not your time and place. You must go right now. Suddenly, your eyes are drawn to the young man's bloodied left hand, resting on the scorched earth, less than an inch away from the tips of his fingers. It's a pair of bone dice. The small white cubes, each of their sides marked with a different number. Number of glittering black dots. They're the same blown dice you've been rolling in the goblin claw in. The dice quiver and flick, flip into the air, landing back in the exact, precisely the same spots they occupied only moments ago. Each upturned side now bears six black dots, for a total of twelve. A violent fit of coughing comes over the dying man, instantly drawing your eyes away from the dice. Before you can refocus on the falling, falling wars, however, your vision begins to rapidly fade. In a matter of moments, everything goes black. 768 experience to general. The darkness lifts, and you once again find yourself seated across the table from the leering old man. Those thronging the Goblin Claw's bustling common room appear to have taken no notice of either your sudden disappearance or reappearance. For a moment you wonder if indeed you ever left the inn. Well done, my brave friend, says the old man, once again exposing the gruesome interior of his water-filled mouth. They are. All of them. They are now. All of them safe. Even me. Is how it should have been. And I, we, can at last be done with this tired affair. The old man reaches into a pocket soon onto the inside of his tunic and seems to search for something. He slowly withdraws his hand and your eyes widen as a flood of golden light spills out of the pocket, momentarily dazzling you with this fierce glow. The glow fades. The old man opens his hand to reveal a large yellow gem fitted into its clasp. It is the very gem and clasp you last saw fastening the cape of the fearsome skeletal champion. Wait, wait, what, what the? What is this? What is happening here? Uh, are the skeletal champions the same as the... the I don't know what's happening! Without a word, he nimbly removes the gem from his clasp and places the remarkable jewel on the table. Propelled by an unseen force, the large gem sides over to you. Unable to resist, you reach out and close your hand around the glittering stone. Your body trembles as your fingers close around the cold, faceted surface of the yellow gem. Terrifying image, images of a vast horde of undead marching across a blackened, carnage-strewn battlefield take form in your mind. 4,096 experience to general. Woo! 
That's quite a lot. Let your trembling subside, but is immediately replaced by a deep, gnawing chill that swiftly causes you to lose all sensation in your hands and feet. 512 experience to all skills and powers. Very nice, very nice. As the chill fades and, and feeling returns to your extremities, you suddenly realise the yellow gem is no longer in your hand. You uncurl your fingers and discover only a small layer of fine dust coating your palm. In the wake of the gem's unexpected disappearance, you feel somehow different. Your melee rating and stamina points have been permanently increased by one. And that is worth more than all than them. That is, by a wide margin, the most valuable of the three rewards. By a huge margin. Look, look across the table, eager to seek some sort of explanation about the whole affair from the old man, only to find he's no longer there. Only a pair of gold tokens rests on the edge of the table, next to his empty flagon. Hmm. Thinking he's some sort of ghost. Which might explain some things, but makes a, but that also raises a lot more questions. Gone off again, has he? Gutsmore slaps you on the shoulder as he strolls past and scoops up the gold. I wouldn't worry about it, though. He'll turn up again. Though, I'm sure you must know more about his comings and goings than I do. Despite your suspicion, your encounters with the strange old man have at last won their course. You can't hope but feel that you'll meet up with him again. After all, Gutsmore himself made mention of the old man's frequent patronage of the Goblin Claw. After waiting for several minutes, all the while observing the lively ridiculous antics of the inn's more lively patrons, you rise and prepare to once again make your way outside. And that is the end of that. I, if we're going to meet, meet that old man again, it won't be for a long, long time. Because it's not in game yet. If ever. Anyway. So. Time to put back on the regular equipment. Shimmering silver dagger. Warlord's helm. Iacor's wristband. So that gets my MR to 152. My SP to 166. And Neville Reserve is unchanged to 47. So, once again, save. So what do we do next time? Well, maybe... Hmm, any of these particularly... Yes. Hmm. What to do, what to do. Lots of adventures to do. Some of which I've already kind of shown you, but then forgot to save. There's Beggar's Delve. The Goblin Glorin, for example. Well, might as well do that. Since we're already here. Alright, Beggar's Delve. Goblin Glorin. That's what we'll do next. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.